There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about wine, not the wham wham of a baby. Does that make any sense? <laughs> but the liquid that you drink that gets you drunk that people have been drinking for ages. We're going to be talking about blind taste tests. Are sommeliers real? Does wine actually affect your brain? This is all because we kind of love wine. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> this is because we kind of love wine. Um, well, I feel like I've gone in waves. I'm definitely not in a wine phase now. The only... Not the only, sorry. We love LA. Let's not drag our LA friends, but I'd say the highlight of living in LA was the wine. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I think we were more aware of it then just because it's like, it, it was actually better there. There were so many cool, like, especially there was like orange wine and funky wines. And I feel like I don't know a lot about wine, but when I would taste those, it would be more fun. Kind of like, um, what do you say? Like microbreweries with beer. Like I don't love beer, but I, I find it fun to try different kind of microbreweries when they're like funky and fruity and like yeah. all these different flavors. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is actually like a fun experience. And truly, I don't know. I feel like people don't talk about Los Angeles like that. They're like Paris, Champagne. Well, my wine. studies when we got here, will actually address that. Really? Cause yeah, in my head, bit. I'm like <clears throat> the wine city I've been to is LA. Every yeah. time we had wine, it was amazing. I remember our manager at the time was like, oh, one sec, I got to pop out of the car and grab an orange wine. This was like in 2016. I was like, wine made of oranges? And then like, you know, Toronto starts getting into skin contact wine three years later. Yeah. So it feels like it was sort of on the cusp of that. Everything else about LA is a wasteland. <laughs> That's not true. But a lot of things are. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a beautiful place. It's just on fire um, in many ways. Yeah. Uh, what's up? We're seeing Bad Bunny on Sunday. I'm freaking. Oh, yeah. Like I, There was a time when I was like, I'm going to try and learn all the words and understand the songs before I go. And I just haven't done that at all. But I know all the songs. But I just like don't know any words okay i truly can sing every song but i'm saying gibberish in my head well this is what i thought no because i i was like oh i'll I'll be able to eventually if i listen to these over and over get it because i do that with sigur Rhodes. it's like he's not singing in english and in fact it's not even in icelandic it's like often fake language and i'm like i can sing that so then i was like why can't i sing bad bunny or rosalia you can no i can't but then i was thinking about it Uh. and they speak so much more 
faster and more words. Okay, tell me if you think this is convincing. Okay. Yeah. You sound like a white guy saying Spanish words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? No, no, like you know, like if we were to speak Spanish, you would still sound like that. So to me oh. it sounds like you could be saying real words. You just you yeah. don't sound Spanish, but you sound like you're saying Spanish okay, words. In my head, I, in my head, I sound fully Puerto Rican Spanish. Are you <laughs> kidding? That's the biggest blow to my ego. No, but it sounded like I would believe that those are the words, even though I didn't know any of them, because I've heard I know the song, and so I was like, "That sounds like the song." I mean, I'm so excited. This You're definitely is my close. Third time seeing Bad Bunny. I can't believe that my new like pop star obsession is a man. Yeah, it's, it's so really weird. Odd. Actually, it's not weird for you. Like, you loved Justin Bieber. <laughs> you loved Usher. Yeah, you loved Kanye. yeah. But uh, like usually they're really not the number one. Like my guess. only man obsession, Clay Aiken <laughs> <laughs> and Yonzi. Oh, true. Yeah, but that was more like Clay Aiken. I'm like, <laughs> you need to like move to Nebraska and vote for him. Isn't he like a politician? Yeah, man? yeah. I don't. But know. I do feel like he's mi numero uno. Whereas all those Bad times, buddy. like when even when I'm a believer. I think there was like Lady Gaga was right. like you there was always a, like a, a, a woman that icon that was higher. Okay. Yeah, there's I just see. and it's been a long he time. Like now, I went to the Bad Bunny concert like four or five years ago. Like I need to get over it. No, well we're going to go see Rosalia, and I'm actually really excited for that. I'm yeah. more excited for Rosalia than that yeah. Bunny because also his is like a massive stadium tour, right? Yeah. So I am like I don't even expect to really see much. I know. I think it's apparently like the largest stadiums like ever he's selling out it's crazy mm. it's called peco park it's never been sold out twice in a row in san diego and he's the first artist to do it like i think he's gonna be like the statue of liberty in titanic very small of course but the music will be every concert i've been to has been so fun because people just dance yeah but he also does not speak any english and like you just cheer and it's like well i don't understand you anything mean he he's speak saying any english in the concert like yeah even During in toronto concert. he just speaks in spanish and everyone mm. understands maybe we'll pick up one or two words yeah as we get ready to we have to figure out like how somewhere. you say like you're having fun tonight like whatever they say like <laughs> or put your hands Gaga. up let's go yeah let's go <laughs> listo get up what is listo. she was, like i actually saw a tiktok being like she needs to stop saying like yeah get out of your face it was, it was seek treatment was it? oh was it yeah they, oh, it was, was on there yeah, right. like, you know it's weird we were listening to the podcast and then i went on tiktok and saw that exact same clip yeah yeah i think it went a little viral because it is hilarious it's yeah. like <laughs> She needs to tell people to stop putting their arms up because their arms are already out. So funny. Um, okay, let's get into it. Okay. Study time. Study. Oh. Wrong one. Oh. I'm sitting on the other side, so I, the buttons yeah. are backwards to me. Oh, what did we learn this week? We switched up our scening, and I can totally <laughs> see what just happened there. Grimes on the play keys. Uh, okay, my what did you learn this week is about processed foods, which I was trying to think about how much processed food we eat. Do you think you eat a lot or not? I don't think I eat a lot I, in this day and age. Cause I don't, when I do the grocery shopping, I think about the, I don't go down the middle aisles that much. I eat like granola bars, which even right. then aren't that bad. They but, can be, they can be. There are uh, things that I, okay. So uh, let me just give a little stat in the U S UK and Canada processed food now accounts for oftentimes more than 50% of calories consumed for people. Which is actually when shocking. I even think about like pasta, it's like that's processed. Right. Like, and there uh, are obviously varying degrees of how processed yeah. something is. But for the most part, like when something's processed, it's um, 
stripping a lot of nutrients, stripping a lot of fiber. Um, but I don't like, I think of fast food and I think we don't eat really that much fast food. Yeah, we don't. But it was saying things like even um, a lot of cereals are highly processed. Guilty. And you know what? <laughs> it's like uh, plant-based meats are highly processed. Oh. So I was like, dang, like, and, and, and we like, that's all I protein eat. <laughs> scoops. Cause we're not eating as much meat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is highly processed. So I was like, Oh damn it. Oh, um, yeah. and these things have been linked to cardiovascular disease and dementia. But the question that the study was trying to answer is, is this because processed food is inherently like low nutritional value or is it causing these issues? Do you understand the difference of like, or what I kind of mean, it's like, is processed food causing all these issues just because it's low, bad nutrition or is or it, uh, is it have see. some other property yeah. that we don't understand that actually is like inflaming the like, body? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so there was like two major studies that have been following like hundreds of thousands of people to look at this. Uh, and I'm just looking at my notes. Um, you're like, oh, wait, yeah. there were no studies. <laughs> Never mind. I made this up. So they concluded the health risks from ultra processed foods remained even after they had accounted for their poor nutritional quality. Huh. And the scarier part was that even getting the right nutrients from other sources at the same time. So if you're taking a lot of processed food, but you're also eating a ton of whole vegetables, it wasn't enough to balance it out. Hmm. So there is something else going on. And a lot of these like processed foods will say like, added vitamins or like they add in a bunch of stuff and they're realizing that doesn't really compensate. It's not just because they're low nutritional value. Hmm. It's because of the way they're processed and it's going through the body. The hypothesis of these studies was that it's literally inflammation. Like a lot of these processed hmm. foods, um, increased white blood cell count. It makes your body think it's like consuming something so not much. meant or not like foreign to the body. Like when you, oh. when you have a virus or bacteria, or you eat something bad, oh, your God. body goes off. What is this white bread? Um, so that those like high uh, white blood cell count was higher in people who ate lots of processed foods and it was like causing chronic inflammation of tissue. Uh, so I thought I think that's we need to worth figure out knowing. What, like you, we it need to figure out. me. Not that I eat a lot of processed no, food. No, no, I, I think you need, we need to figure out what they mean by processed food. Cause like there's, you know what I mean? That's, I, I don't, I'm not saying that we need to figure it out right now, yeah. but I'm saying that's a really, yeah, it can be. Term. You're right. I think. I think in general, people know what that means, and I think. But so you know, things, if you're eating a whole processed. food diet, do you know what I mean? But but I just think no, that it's true. It's a lot easier to be like this. Like, if you make a stew, like I made like a stew the other night, I was like, okay, everything in this is not oh, yeah, processed, true, true. except I use like a bouillon cube, which I'm like, I don't know, it's just like dried veggie soup flavoring so like maybe yeah. that but everything else in it was like an actual food that's either picked or you know that's i know but I, I guess what i'm saying is like there is such there's different levels yeah and processing of food like there are probably so many things you don't consider processed food that are obviously processed mm -hmm. like any bread even like a whole grain bread right. is of course processed it's processed yeah, that's what it, i'm saying people yeah. probably there's aren't varying degrees that. of yeah. breads being and processed. i wouldn't be surprised if this study like there's varying extremes Yeah, that like, it's just, it's just a, an intense term. And it is funny how I'm like, Oh, I don't eat that much processed food. But then when I started to go through my head, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess pasta spooked me. I was like, yeah, I never yeah. thought about pasta, that. Cereal, bread. Um, yeah. It, all the fake meat. Yeah. Fake meat. Like when I have a salad with fake meat on it, it's like, okay, well that is processed. Yeah. yeah every fake meat. Cheese. Me yeah. So you're right. There's a varying degree. But yeah. anyway, I just thought that was interesting yeah. and worth like thinking about. 
Yeah, now I'm just like panicked because I was just like, oh, I don't eat, fa- I don't eat fast food, but it's like <laughs> that doesn't matter. Um, so I learned about how music could be a painkiller. Oh, but it's it's. I could use that. Yeah, it's like a little backwards in this way that it. It was one of those like gorgeous headlines that then you read and you're like, huh, interesting. <laughs> it's actually that sound. It's a, funny could way be a, it's a gorgeous headline. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes when you're like, you know, reading the science mags. Yeah. They're really good until you actually read the study. Yeah. But anyways, a study from 1960, super old study, found that when they played music for 5,000 dental operations, it encouraged relaxation and they found they had to use less anesthetic. Oh. But that's from the 60s, super old okay. study. Yeah. But it led to this new uh, Chinese study where they, it was in mice. And they would play music. What was sad was this, the mice had self-inflicted inflamed paws back to the... Paws? Like, <laughs> like feet? Their paws. Oh, okay. like, it's just like, oh God, we just torture these animals. I'm mm. so sorry. Namaste. But they were tortured animals. <laughs> and then they would play classical music, white noise, and even this unpleasant music, which I, I was laughing because I'm like, to the human. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know what a mouse, like a mouse might be like, it smells, sounds like cheese. And can they tell the difference between... Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, you know... What did you say to like the thing that Bjork does a lot? Dissonance. Yeah. It was like something like uh-huh. that. So all three sounds when played at 50 decimals. So they did, they did quieter and mm-hmm. they did louder, but when played at 50 decibels, they said roughly the sound of like a quiet convo, it reduced the sensitivity to pain. And the way that they found is that mice will flinch or like look away at that paw when they like irritate it. And they, there was no physical difference in the mice. Mm-hmm. And then they looked at the brains of the mice and found that at that decibel, there's like communication that happens between the auditory co- cortex and the thalamus. And the thalamus is like what physically processes pain. And they think that literally just sound going in your just ears, noise. the neurons are essentially like, like it, it was weird when I read the science, it was almost like they like preoccupy? were preoccupying the thalamus. Weird. So it was like the parts. Almost more of a distraction than. Yes. So it doesn't, and all three sounds did the same thing. So they were like, it doesn't matter if you're playing like Bad Bunny or, <laughs> or, or like a white noise. noise, but they think if they can figure out how to relate this to humans, there's a world where there'd be like a specific level of noise that would be played. Like that's optimal to decrease to... the amount of anesthesia. That's that cool. Needed. Yeah. It's interesting that it's like calling itself a music study or maybe the study. That's what I was itself. saying. It's like, it's okay. about sound because there probably is so many more layers for humans listening to yeah, music true. that could be actually soothing. Like it would be interesting to repeat this study in humans because the volume probably is the interesting part that matters, but maybe also yeah. like the type of music or totally. the genre of music like the or just your familiarity attached. with the music would yeah. impact your it would own be ability more to feel either pain or, or enhanced pain. Who knows? Like, uh, but interesting nonetheless. And if you put on Metallica, it'll enhance pain. Well, not if you're a Metallica fan. Sorry for me. Oh, what would it enhance? But maybe it'll like get you revved up. And no, you're like, I'm no, strong. No, Eminem, I'm like headache. Eminem, advanced Wait, pain. Oh, that's Metallica, Metallica, advanced pain. Uh, like, uh, go through them. What's yours? Like, what Corn, I, what advanced pain. Listen to? Yeah, like, what's going to advance the pain, I not get rid know. of the pain? I don't know who I hate. I don't have as much hate in my heart. Okay, then who's going to help? Clay Aiken. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's about if it. I were in this boat. There you go. Okay, show you. Take a little break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, oh my God, what's the button? Here I go. I'm going to oh, try. This one. No, this one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you to our sponsor, Blinkist, for sponsoring today's episode. Blinkist is an amazing app that helps you to understand key insights from over 5,500 best-selling non-fiction books and podcasts in just 15 minutes. Sometimes you just want to get to the important stuff in an efficient way, and Blinkist makes it easy to discover new perspectives, have exciting conversations, and aha moments without having to spend hours and hours doing it. And you'll naturally want to share all you've learned with your friends, which is why for their 10-year anniversary, Blinkist launched a totally new function that will be your favorite feature ever, Blinkist Connect, which allows all premium users to share your account with another person of your choice, easily share blinks and shortcasts with one click with each other, easily share blinks and shortcasts with each other with just one click, and add additional comments and thoughts to the recommendations to learn and discuss the titles. You know I love music, and Blinkist actually covers the book This Is Your Brain on Music by Daniel Levitin, which was an awesome chance to quickly learn some of the coolest connections between music and our brains. I definitely recommend it. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash sidenote to start your seven-day free trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash side note to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash side note. And now for a limited time, you can even use Blinkist Connect to share your premium account. You'll get two premium subscriptions for the price of one. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists anytime. That is very key for me. I have felt the benefits of therapy for years, but at the beginning, it can be really challenging to find one that fits for you. You kind of have to shop around per se, and BetterHelp makes this super easy because A, you're doing it online, and they also give you options to switch at any time. If you listen to this podcast, you know that we love therapy. We talk about it all the time. It has been the saving grace of our lives for the last five years. So check out BetterHelp. It's a great way to get started working on helping improve your life through talking to a therapist. Personally, I feel more confident. I feel less stressed. A lot of people say it's like going to the gym for your mind. I use that line all the time when I'm telling my friends that it would be a great option to talk to a therapist instead of me because I don't know how to give them the best advice. So if you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. So visit betterhelp.com slash side note today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash side note. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time.
glug glug. <laughs> I love how we just like have, it's become a thing to just like make a noise, a noise or a related thing to the topic. We were talking about something just a minute ago about wine at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, just or, whether or not we like it. Uh, we went through such a phase. We were annoying. For I a while. think that. <laughs> I, I definitely don't know anything about wine. Like I still feel insecure if I'm in a restaurant and I choose to have a wine glass and they make me like test it. Like I feel highly insecure in those moments. Cause I'm like, I'm obviously playing a character right now. I'm like pretending fully like I got to smell it. And then I got to take a little sip and then I'm going to go. Mm, yeah. Great. Thank you. Yeah. I love this one. Well, like, I do. Could you ever, ever be like, yeah. I'd be like, no, I'll just have one glass of bad wine I don't like and then move on and pick a different one next time. I think that people who take that seriously are more embarrassing than, than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, definitely it's, in my opinion, cooler to be like, oh my God, I don't really know what I'm doing. And yeah, good enough than to be like, essentially what we're going to talk about today, like sommelier. Yeah. It's very, it's not going to go over well for me. First date, if they're unless you, it Unless it's like, yeah, unless it's in an environment where that's expected and not rude. Like I could be with somebody who... Wait, what do you mean rude? Well, so to me, it feels rude to be like, this is gross. Like, no, I'm not even, no, I'm not talking about even saying it's gross. I'm talking about even taking the act of that seriously. Oh yeah. Like you were saying like you ended with the gross thing, but even just the idea of like when someone comes and is like, want to try it always you and I are like, Oh my God, a lol. Like as <laughs> if like, because that to me, it's like, I can't, even imagine taking it seriously. Yeah, but, but some people actually <laughs> people do. do it as a hobby or yeah, a profession. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just trying to say, like, for anyone out there mm. who does, I, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate that you're interested in it. And there are certain settings, certain restaurants or wine bars where it's like the people serving yeah, you are okay. also interested in that and will not be offended if you okay. take it seriously. And if you're kind of like, this is not good and not what I want. So I don't, I'd rather have something else. But, but you know what I mean? I, I'm, I want to do that now. You just convinced me. <laughs> Well, no, because so I'm like, convinced. no, I, I, because I'm like, wait a second. I'm so, so when people come to me and they say, do you want like wine? <laughs> or like, if I'm like, oh, I want a glass of wine. I don't do red wine because I get gout. <laughs> Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't heard the gout episode. Yeah. I'm disgusting. So I don't get red wine, but then I'm, I do like wine that tastes like like dirt, <laughs> like, like funky. Yeah, like what dirt or like like I kind of or like detergent. <laughs> I don't like drinking wine like the way that people like go to a cottage and have a wine. I'm like, no, I'd way rather have a cocktail or like even a beer. Mm. But like, so if I'm drinking wine, like I want it to like shock me. I want to be like, Ooh, what the F? Right. And yeah. I kind of want to sip it and I kind of want to like, not like, <laughs> no, I want to like, like what? So sometimes describing that to people, it's like, they'll be like, so what do you like? Yeah. And I'll be like, things like that taste like funky. dirt, like kind of, and I start describing bad things and they're always like, no, what? but I think someone who knows a lot about wine would be like, okay, earthy and okay. Yeah, like, earthy. and I think this is like the genre of orange wine for yeah. us. Maybe just cause we've grown up around red and white. It's like, seems more basic. Yeah. Or just more familiar. But orange also can be boring to me. But some of them, every yeah. now and then, it's almost like there's literally tang in them. What did my dad say? He's like, oh, yeah. Tar. Cool. It tastes like tar. <laughs> and he was like, no, but it's good. But it tastes but, like tar. But we we are pretending we don't care. But there, we, for a year, were annoying about orange wine. Yeah. I still think it's cool. so it's much money on expensive. it. It's expensive. Yeah. Like, we'd be like, and I think our friends, we'd be like, 
this is a gorgeous one from Austria, <laughs> from like a small church in Austria. And I do think when people took a sip, they were like, this tastes like vomit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're- It's you're, like Birdie Bot's vomit. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it is, I can only imagine how annoying that was to people. Us yeah. going like, this is gorgeous. And it's actually from like, like, I don't even know, like random, like yeah, weird yeah. countries. Yes. Not weird. I'm sorry. I mean, Slovenia. I got to say though, an unfiltered is going to win me over. Like when there's chunks in it, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm, I know. And that's usually more expensive and tastes objectively gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm just like... Okay. Oh, but now I don't think we drink orange wine. Like it's not our personality anymore. No, I know. But I would like <laughs> still have some. But do we want to talk about some science? Like, do you want to go first? Or I've I've got lots of stuff on wine tasting and yeah. Okay, weather. I can. Uh, the first thing I was going to say is talk about like if a sommelier were to assess a wine, how they do it. Oh, okay, in that's interesting. Okay. So you sit down, and sadly, you're on a Tinder date with someone who is, is a sommelier. A sommelier. <laughs> Which, oh and you decide against your better judgment <laughs> to stay. I remember in university when we went to that one gay dinner, and there was like a conversation about chili and wine for like half an hour, like the country Which of chili what gay dinner. Like I think you don't remember. I just I don't even bother because I know you have a bad memory. But I truly, it was like the first time I'd been around like bougie gay men, and they were talking about Chilean wine. And you were like, and I was like, how are we still? Like how has no one moved on to? Lady Gaga. Like, it was like, it was hard. And then they'd look at me. I'd be like, never cool. ever thought about this. Never been to Chile. Neither have you. Anyways. So anyways, those people. Okay. So the first thing you do is you look at it, obviously. Okay. But like, never taste it. Never smell it. Okay. And you're supposed to hold it up to a white wall, like a sommelier doing a test. Okay. So there's a super famous test that I actually think is cool, the Master Sommelier's Diploma Exam, which very few people can pass. Oh, okay. And they have to be given wine and And it's an objective test? An objective test. Okay. Yeah, because I think we're going to probably rip on wine tasting a bit from the science perspective. But I do think it's pretty cool that there's an objective test and some people mm. are actually able to figure out specific regions where wine's mm. from just from this. So by looking at it, preferably on a white background, and when you're doing this Somalia test, you get a white background. Okay. There's like anthocyanin, which is the mm. chemical, the pigment that take, makes a red wine red, and anthocyanin. And over time it fades. So if a red wine is kind of not that dark anymore, then there's a chance that it's older. Hmm. In, in a bad way? Or no, like in a good like way, like an age Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it's, I see. The sommelier is going to have to know. answer a question and it's like, okay, okay maybe it's older. Okay. And then warmer <clears throat> climate wines are usually darker and harder to see through, whereas colder climate wines are usually more like translucent. When we're comparing red wines here? <laughs> uh, yeah. Or any, okay. no, I think it's like even white wines. Okay. Then you swirl it, and that's the Gibbs Meringoni effect, which is like you know when people like look at the way that the, the like, drops fall. Yeah, yeah. So it's about that, like how they stick to it, or like so just the, separate the... drops. If there's a lot of separate drops, it's a higher alcohol content. Okay. Um, more individual like droplets. That's what it means, like higher alcohol. And then if the slower the droplets move down, the higher the sugar content. Okay, that's the one I try to avoid now. As I've gotten older. Sugar. And I mean, I don't know if this is you true, want a but... slow drip. You no. Wanna, no. You want a fast drip. Okay, slow means the sugar's holding on tight. Yeah, it's kind of viscous. Okay, but I just look now where we live. The liquor store has to show how much sugar is in a bottle of wine. And it's shocking oh. sometimes. Yeah, if you look, yeah. if you go to like the wine rack or the LCBO, 
on where the price is, it will say how many like grams per liter or something. I, I haven't been in a while, but I remember last time I was like, oh. And then you compare the difference between some of them and you realize there's so much sugar, which is not like that big a deal. But uh, when is. you see the difference yeah, of some, it no, will it be is. like shocking to you. And also, I'm like, I can picture a sugary wine and I am like the orange wine we like. <laughs> I just can only imagine it doesn't have much sugar because it, again, tastes <laughs> like dirt and bad. It honestly sort of tastes like a cleaner. Like, yeah. Like so th- I something hope, toxic. I hope there's not sugar in that because <laughs> yeah. if so, like, what are we doing? <laughs> so the Gibbs Marangoni effect is like how the droplets fall. Now you can smell it. And similar to when we were in Scotland and did whiskey tasting, you smell from close and then you smell from far oh remember okay for whiskey when we were there and i don't know if this is traditional we were in edinburgh and he was like this is how you smell your whiskey you dump it on your hand he would like take the cup his hand on the cup flip it over quickly so you were just like putting a little on your hand and you rubbed your hands together and then put your hands over your nose i'm assuming you don't do this for wine you don't because whiskey is probably so much stronger that it like instead of sniffing hard liquor it was like a nice way to get the it was actually really cool he used a shot glass too was it like you, he like did a little shot glass, put it on his hand. So like, I feel like the preparation of that is easier. Whereas with wine glass, you can't pour like a wine glass a is so big. or someone <laughs> trying to be fancy and taking the wine and pouring it onto their hand. And then like, also I'm so mad at you because so often since then I've been like, this is what you do for whiskey. You put it on your hand and then I've been around you and you'd be like, Greg, stop. Because but I'm like, it's no, back aggressive. me up. But it's so annoying. Like you always go like. Greg, ew, no. And then it's like, we move on from the conversation and everyone thinks that I just tried to pour whiskey on my hand. And I'm like, now here I am. This is the f- I honestly was like, Mitch forgot about that. Mitch forgot. Maybe I did until this moment. And then, then it's the first thing you bring up because it is cool. Like with whiskey, it's so strong. Put it in a shot glass, dump it on your hand, rub them together. Dump is the wrong word. Maybe I'm seeing you dump. It's kind of no, like, you know, dump. it was like you suction your hand onto it so that when you turn it over very briefly, you just get a bit on your hand. I've never even gotten that far because never even i've tried to do this you've been like greg ew no and then i'm like what the fuck <laughs> anyways when you no memory of that ever when happening. you put it like close and far it really you can smell cool things from the whiskey honestly okay. right so, don't you think oh uh, i agreed yeah like it was it was cool to dump it on your hand yeah anyways you don't do that you just do it in the glass apparently dill and coconut sense means it's probably american why? Because of the barrels, yeah. And then Whoa. vanilla and nutmeg sense means it's more like the European based on like the like material of the barrels most right. likely used. I love dill. Yeah. So I'm like, these are these are helping me think this is a little more objective than I had thought. Yeah, if someone could actually deduce that just from smelling, like in a consistent way, Some that's people cool. Can. That's yeah, cool. Like there's very few people pass this master Somalia test. I'm sure 80% of them are French <laughs> and they can, they, I think it's a certain amount of bottles that they're, they're knocking every time. Like I know where that's from. That's from like, it's pretty cool. And the last thing is you slurp, inhale extra oxygen and swirl it in your mouth. Mm. And it's called retronasal olfaction because you end up smelling from the back of your throat and you've already seen, smelled from the front mm. nose part. And it gives you even more like, you know, details, but <laughs> After this, at this point, I'm like, it starts to become a little bit like, okay, what are we doing here? <laughs> so that's how sommeliers <laughs> and at that have point, a hobby. it's like that that doesn't describe why something is objectively better or yeah, not, why right? something it helps might you cost understand more. What it is, yeah, like literally, exactly. But then there's a whole thing around like, okay, well, why does this cost cost hundred dollars and this costs five dollars? Yeah, so that's 
that now you can start talking about some studies because I feel like that's where it starts to fall apart. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, what the one study I found that I thought was really cool was, you know, I think people have heard oftentimes that blind taste tests don't generally go so well for for this field. But well, there was that mean, <clears throat> it's like a mean study. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, not that mean you know, study, but no, okay. a lot of studies, like you're saying, there are probably objective studies where people can categorize different yeah. aromas. And to be fair, this is not a drag on like sommeliers or people who love this because the same happens in cooking with like high level chefs who close their eyes, get beef in their mouth and think it's chicken. Okay, so we should, it's pork, we should think- explain this study because it's mean. The study that they did. You know the oh, specific ones? I don't know if it's mean, but then you're thinking of a specific one. I was yeah, just going to th- say a lot of times they're blind taste tests and people cannot accurately okay. understand which is which. So we made ASAP Science videos about this test, which is the famous one I thought you were referring to. And they had 54 wine experts mm-hmm. and they gave them the same white wine, but they dyed one red. That's one of them. Yeah. But I'm like, that's so mean. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, that's different <laughs> than a blind taste mean. test. It's like, I know. It's, it, so anyways, n- these... Wine it's experts could see. not even tell that it was the same wine. Even they were influenced just, by the color. Yeah. And then also they gave them an expensive and a cheap. They yeah. said one wine was expensive, said one wine was cheap. Yeah, it was I, the this same This is wine. what I was going to say, but oh, I don't okay. think this is mean. Okay, I don't know. In my head, I was they're not, like... They're not doing the study to make them look stupid. Like, okay. it, I don't think they're like... They're... Um, like names were public. I guess not like they were like doing this public Somali bashing. Like it was, I think it was a research paper that was like, we need people who are (laughs) experts in this field and we're actually going to test. It's like not mean. I don't think it probably sucks for the Somali, but maybe they didn't ever know the results. It's like any scientific study, like testing of something's legitimate. Sorry. I guess what I mean is this study has been (laughs) proliferated. It's like a pop science thing. Tons of people talk about this. It's a really easy way to drag. (laughs) And it, it was 50, 54 participants and I just thought like when I think of a blind taste test I think of like kind of what we were just talking about blindfolding someone asking them details I think it's kind of funny that they tricked them with food coloring <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just like it didn't it is well it's amazing it makes yeah. you realize all the signals that impact people's yeah no it's interesting you're decisions right. okay <laughs> so this so I was just gonna say like and this is not necessarily with uh, like professionals but with average people too when people taste quote unquote cheaper wine but mm-hmm. are told it's expensive they often yeah. think it is good um, yeah yeah so i would totally this study was trying to figure out like it has the prejudice blinded them to it being a bad taste or does the prejudice change their brain mm-hmm. function so that they actually taste Thank it you. as good okay interesting is like what they were trying Whoa. to figure out you know yeah, that makes sense cool. like that distinction um can I guess what I think it is? Sure, yeah. So I think that the mu- the fact that it's expensive is going to make someone think it's better, not make the bad taste go away. So I think I'm. I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. Does that not so what instead you said? of thinking it's like whether or not it's masking, we'll call it a bad taste, even though it's not necessarily a bad yeah. taste. You're giving someone cheap wine. You're calling it expensive to them. Yeah. Are they thinking it like, are they ignoring the bad taste? Like the prejudice or their bias is making them think it doesn't have a bad taste. No, or the is other one making it actually taste good. To I them? think it's actually making it actually taste like good that. Their That's brain, that their brain is like it. It yeah, is, like it's is good. good wine. Okay. Yeah. So basically they did MRI studies to just look at the differences and they found that there were measurable differences seen in the brain when they thought it was expensive in the areas that were associated like with better taste. So hmm. you are wrong. I'm sorry. You are right. Oh my God. <laughs> Just so used to saying that. Oh my God. <laughs> so you are correct. Um, and basically they said that people who were strong reward seekers 
or who were low in physical self-awareness. That's me. Were, <laughs> like those were are more susceptible to having their experience shaped by prejudices. Oh my god, the product. I'm so okay. The first two things you said about a person is like the most direct read of me. What is it? Strong reward seekers. Yeah. And low in physical self-awareness. That's <laughs> like I should get that tattooed on my thigh. That, that is your, And I'm that is so you. influenced. I'm so influenced by what people say is good. It's a oh, serious. For sure. You like also can't see a movie if you've read that it's not good. Even yeah, if yeah. like even if like, I'm like not wasting people my time. love it. Yeah. No, but if no. you read like reviews in a way that made it sound not so good, you're like won't even bother. Well <laughs> or I'll go in with I'll there'll have to be enough good reviews to me to go in with that critique and I can just put up but I'm not like if people are like this movie's bad. I'm just like I'm never gonna see that because I'm not gonna waste. I'm slow. Sorry, short amount but of time on this earth. I'm not watching. That. I'm trying to say but that's there, crazy. There are times like when something's objectively or not objectively, but when something is unanimously rated as bad, I'm not surprised that you don't want to see it. But, but there so, but are things that are... I like that I know don't have like amazing reviews, but like you are not willing to go through that experience. <laughs> Wait, well, everyone loves Zelda. I just can't play video games. Oh, otherwise. I'm not talking about that. Everyone loves Zelda. Yeah, yeah. no, I know Zelda that's something gets, I Zelda should gets be critical. Actually, reviews. Zelda is the thing that I'm surprised I haven't played just because I'm obsessed with when. With the no, it's fair. You didn't grow up with video games. So like, I can't. It's just it too hard. Is, let's We've do another pod this. on video games, actually. And I, I think I've said this to you, at least, maybe on the pod. But I, I finally understood your frustration when I was playing PlayStation. Like, my friend let me his PlayStation 3 or 4. Not the new one, the old one. Um, and I've never played it growing up. And I started playing a game. I also was um, had an edible. But I was playing a game that had a whole new system of buttons. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so used to Nintendo's layout and the way it works that it was, like, so challenging to me. It was not fun. Because yeah, I, I was I'm like, like, I'm yeah. so used to being able to just like play a Nintendo game and immediately already have like the dexterity for it yeah. and kind of understand like in a Zelda game, like how the puzzles generally work. There's still puzzles, but it's like, I kind of know what I'm getting into. Yeah. That you was... like Zelda because you're good at it. No, I, it's more no, than just Mitch, being but, good at no, it, but, but that's you, part of you, it. That <clears throat> is part of the reason because I also am just like, I love that style of like meditative game. Sorry, but one part of the reason you love Zelda is because you're good at it. Like it's it must be so satisfying. You have that's what you're you're already right, so you like being primed that. for it. You have all the like context clues to like succeed in the game. Right. I I don't have that for any video game ever. Right. So how made. did we get here? Wine. Oh, we were just talking about like your low self awareness. Oh <laughs> no, and just that I would be so I am easily influenced. People were like, oh, this yes. orange wine's good. I was like, yeah, it's good. And then I'm like, it does taste like vomit. Like if people but tell me things that's are a good, really I love cool. Them. Like placebo is really amazing and interesting. That that you can also learn to like something just by the outside factors is scary and cool at the same time. Yeah, but why is that it scary? Because I have to know that because it's I'm it's me and I well because it's hard to know like <laughs> what am I who am I? It's scary in yeah, kind of an existential way yeah. where you're like even drugs where they're like they can pretend and give people sugar pills and sometimes it can actually I would so be that heal their IBS. So yeah. like like I'm not saying that this is gonna happen for you, but in so many studies they're like and then we told them it was sugar pills and it still helped them. Yeah. I think so that really see, cool I honestly placebo think things. placebo would work on me so well. Um, I think I should just do that. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I more just mean it's kind of scary when you're like, wow, I wish it's just like this, these things that are out of your control. This study that I was just referencing in terms of like realizing that it is actually their brain thinking it's better was ultimately summed up by relating it to marketing and it was like it's important for marketers to understand how their product looks the price of it and like all these things how it impacts how people actually taste what you're providing them but what do you mean like 
this is now you so that marketers their, their final line was marketing actions can change the very biological processes underlying a purchasing decision making the effect very powerful indeed. this is for sure something that every ad agency like they probably start oh, their presentations sure. by being like a new <laughs> poll and survey and writers have said <laughs> but if they were, we get our job done brains. right then people are gonna buy our product yeah but it's um, true <clears throat> it's, and i'm a sucker for all of that shit and I get that. And I just need to remember that I'm so vulnerable. To, but that's to fine. As long as you're not like getting sucked into a cult or something. Yeah, no, but I know. I'm weirdly like not worried. We, someone, yeah, you, I'm the one who would be Yeah, cults. that's weird. Someone has, someone asked about like doing an episode on cults. And immediately I was like, well, Mitch is the one that I have to be worried about. But maybe I do too. No, I'm not that worried for you. Well, do you feel the same way? Unless it's a bad money cult. Do you feel that you have... Um, don't have self-awareness. No, you have no, so I much self No, I think I like what were the two things? Well, self-awareness and I can't find it. You um, have physical self-awareness. It was, and I'm I, What's strong reward self? seeker. What's emotional? What, you said physical and emotional self-awareness? No, it just said low in physical self-awareness. Oh, just physical. Yeah, and the other one was a strong reward seeker. Hmm. Which I think I'm not like a no. crazy strong reward seeker, yeah. but like everyone kind of is in their own so way. For but. some reason, you're ending up in the cult, though. That's interesting. Well, this is not about a cult. <laughs> no, I know, but it feels like a cult is part of it. You know, Why? Like being persuaded easily. <laughs> no. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so that I thought was interesting that you actually think it tastes better. Well, I think that like cute wine labels. I'm so oh, old. totally. Yeah. Like, and then I'm good like, design good. and yeah. good marketing and good labeling. I think affect everyone. Maybe some people much more than others. Um, it affects me. And even like the country. I'm watching Sopranos. Everyone I'm buying is from Italy. And I'm going, it's from Italy. You know what I mean? And it's like, because I'm just watching Sopranos. And I'm into Italian culture. Then all of a sudden I'm like, that's basic. I'm into Austria. Cause like no one says, like, I love to be like, it's from Austria. Yeah, then you people like go, to be what? Alt. Yeah. Alt, alt. And honestly, someone probably once was like, wines from Austria are good. And I was persuaded. Yeah. The Rhine region. Oh, isn't that Germany? Never mind. German wine. Even I'm like, that's interesting to me too. Cause it feels like the wrong country, like France and Italy are what are Quintessent, California. So I'll bring some, uh, something about France, like not my study, but there is something called the geography bias. Yeah. And they've done a lot of studies on this Okay, that's too. what I'm, yeah, I'm saying, the geography bias. So yeah. literally, because France is often, and for, for like so long has been considered sort of the best wines in the world. And there was like one of the biggest studies, but it's from like the 60s, I think, was um, basically that same kind of idea, tricking like Somalis and making them rate the wines and them not either knowing where it was or them thinking certain ones were French. And what ended up happening is they, they all picked California wines. All these Whoa. French sommeliers picked the California and wines. And that's when culture country. shifted to the West it Coast. It literally is. They oh, were like, a, a, California wines were like legitimized through this research Whoa. and whatever. And it made French people or French like winemakers <laughs> rethink their traditions of winemaking uh. to be like, do we, does everything have to remain the same? Like, obviously, um, California now is known as like an amazing yeah, wine yeah. region, but it was like still becoming a place that had to like prove itself. Wait, I'm so dumb. LA's in California. Yeah. Here I am being like, why was LA such a good <laughs> wine city? It's like, it literally is Paris. <laughs> no, but you, you, right? Wait, what? You literally just described how the, in the culture do you want to study shifted from Paris to California, the yeah. place where I was like, I'm going to start by saying weirdly when I was in LA. Oh, no, it's not ever. weird at all. I know. I'm saying that's so funny that I didn't... Wait, you thought you thought that was normal? Yeah. Oh. California is known for like having great wine. But you knew that when you were in LA? Uh, yeah, I think so. You can go on so many wine tours. Like, isn't like I most of California... It's like 
Because when you're in LA, there's no growing in LA. That's why I'm asking. Be honest. Did you actually think that when you're in LA? I feel like you never. But I don't care about wine. Oh, but you were always like, I'm in California. Of course, it's good. Uh, I didn't think of it like that because lots of the wines we were having were not necessarily from California. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really care where the wine is from. I'm sure lots of them were, but I feel like when you go to like a hip restaurant in California or in LA, they're still being like, here's this weird region in Chile. From the Rhine Rhine region. And it's a small church. Again, a small church. But I did know California in general is known for like good wine or like making tons of wine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so where is it now? Has there been a new study in California? And they're like, everyone chose the ones from Austria. Not necessarily, but it's the same thing. It's like if you give people all the same wine and tell them that one is from France, like they're way more likely to pick that as their favorite. So France is still winning out. People still yeah, want people France. like think French wine is like some of the best wine in the world. Um, yeah, we I, talked about the other biases, price bias and color bias are like the other two main ones. I feel like, oh, I feel bad. Sorry, France, but like. Never seen France on a bottle and thought, yeah, Pay more for that. I guess, but we just don't. We just don't buy wine that often. And when I do, I am just like looking at the price. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking at the price. And I, but know what? And I'm also looking at the region. Another one I feel really bad about whenever it says Niagara. Oh yeah, why? Is, but that's bad. No, but that's bad because it's like no, it's I should good. be buying local sourced true. wine that hasn't been flown on a jet. Plane. I do think that people. I Love think Ontario it. has good good it, reputation region, for wine, right? yeah. But for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe it's because Niagara Falls <laughs> is like like should I do my Niagara Falls rant? <laughs> like I'm so sad about Niagara Falls. I'm so sad about Niagara Falls because it could have been a national park yeah. that you would have hiked to those falls. Yeah, but it is Vegas somewhere along yeah, the line. It's really this Canadian sad. country that apparently has <laughs> high regulation and good tax installments decided to give over the, the lands near <laughs> Niagara Falls to become a Vegas. fucking <laughs> shitty Las Vegas. It's so depressing. The falls are just there. Like right. you don't have to do anything to get to them. This, the, one of the most beautiful natural freshwater land marks of the world is so ugly and depressing because it's <laughs> surrounded by Denny's and the oh keg. Oh my God. I think like, I don't uh, disagree completely. First though, I think that, it's beautiful that it is accessible to like anyone in terms of like getting there physically. You don't have to hike. Although I understand the beauty yeah, of true. Like, like going somewhere like and a, going on a hike and an then, accessible hike. Yeah, yeah. Or just like one having road. trees around. Yeah. So, so like there's like, one road. What would the natural world look like around? I'm talking here. about a provincial park. You know what I mean? Parking lots are allowed. Okay. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? No, it's still a natural wonder. It's still beautiful. But I know you mean. It'd be nice if just the area around it was protected. Yeah. So that anger that I have deep in me is why when I see Niagara <laughs> wines, I'm like, nah, I can't. Niagara <laughs> makes me so upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm going to start doing more because it's local. Great. And um, so what are the valuable countries for you? Honestly, I do look at no, I don't think the country matters that much to me. Mm. I think the type of wine probably trumps and I don't know enough about it but like when I was younger at some point in my head I realized I like Cabernet Sauvignon I think it's because it has more sugar honestly oh god what is that I don't know what any of that shit means oh it's just like I had tried a handful of reds maybe I was doing a wine tasting and was like I liked that one and who knows if it was just like 
the coincidence that that Cabernet Sauvignon was yeah. better than the other ones. But I've known <laughs> I like that. Then when we got into like orange wine, I was like, I can tell the ones I like. I don't know what it is about them. They're often unfiltered. They often have like a skin funky, contact. Yeah. But sometimes orange wine you get and you're like, this just tastes like yeah. bad white wine. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. So then and it's I like, sometimes don't know if I'm just in a bad mood or if I've been told <laughs> it's bad because I'm so influenced. So uh, in that way, like if I'm at a restaurant, I'll usually just, and I, if I really wine. want wine, I would, or I would just ask for a recommendation for something that's kind of like different. Something that's just not going to taste like a regular glass of wine that I could mistake for anything else. Yeah. Cat, do you, you ever say, oh, I got the cab stove? You know how sometimes people I, say things like that? I don't have it in me to say that. <laughs> sometimes people order wine like in short forms and I'm like, like looking at my menu like what the fuck like I where was that on the menu still it's like i order wine like i'm in a foreign country and i just point to it yeah. i'm like i'm i refuse to say this out loud because <laughs> it's not i'm gonna sound like an idiot so i'll just go this one yeah the cat and usually it's like the one that's like the buy the glass not the cheapest oh the yeah one up from the cheapest because oh, i never buying class. the bottle <laughs> oh yeah i actually don't think because that's where you're like um uh, maybe we have at some point, that's when it's the scariest. That's when they yeah, make you taste it for sure. High, yeah. Because they're actually like, we're going to give you the whole bottle. Like, you have to test it, and that's too scary. I but dare it's also you, so expensive. Wait, I dare you, as like a <laughs> therapy, like life challenge that's so intense, I dare you to order a bottle of wine and say no to it and choose another one. Oh, <laughs> never. I actually. Like, how much money would you have to pay? pay to enough that? that I could pay them for it i'd be like i'll pay for it but i'm not having it oh wow do you know what i mean yeah like i would only be <laughs> able to like be like honestly i really don't like it i'm totally That's okay to pay for it oh my god okay so man you go like this you go you're like oh honey honey what's your name oh carl <laughs> carl take this bottle out back with you uh, it's on me i bought the bottle the bottle carl <laughs> this one's for you and the other waiters as friends you can drink it but i just can't drink this give me the other one so you buy the bottle for the waiter then you order the second one that's that would yeah, be like i would feel way class. less bad about that yeah it's still like kind of douchey in a way but so douchey it's so douchey <laughs> but i Never would feel that. that's the only way i could go through with that because yeah it's the same thing as like i've never returned a meal i've never I honestly don't think I have ever said there's something wrong with this, even if there was. Yeah. And I'm not always judging people who do it. I have a lot of respect for people. Like I have friends who work in the service industry and have a really good way of like dealing with it mm -hmm. to just be like really polite and just be like, can you cook this a little longer? But I have been with some people who have returned meals after eating half of them or been like, I'm not paying for this. It was yeah. good, not we, good. Yeah. I'm just like, that, that is mortifying. mortifying. I did not have that. And it feels the same as returning yeah. wine to yeah. me because it's like, especially if they just opened a bottle. Yeah. 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 So just drink it because honestly, you're so easily influenced. Know what you do. Just be like, tell me this is from France yeah. and really expensive. You, tell me it's the best wine ever. And then to our I'll advantage. love it. Yeah. Just say it's expensive. Well, I know I keep talking about a little church, like, oh, because what? like, I've just at certain points of the podcast been like, this wine's from a little church or like brewed and oh. like stored in a little church. Cause once we got a beer at a fancy restaurant that was, was from a little so church. expensive. <laughs> and do you remember he was like, this is from a little church literally in Germany. And the bottle had a little photo of a church and we, it was like, we weren't, we spent like, $30 on a little bottle of beer. Like we, it was like a weird moment. Where we're like, let's have that crazy beer. The one that's crazy expensive. And he gave this whole spiel. He's like, it was a little church. They only make like three right. barrels a year or whatever. And then I was like, this is yeah, the best I'm beer I've that. ever had. I, I am was into like, that. But You're it was right. a story. Give me a like, story. Like I need a story. It made me think it was rare and yeah. like 
but it tasted probably like tar. There was a time when that became popular with menus too. Like I feel like menus used to just be like burger, cheese, lettuce, yeah. tomato. And now it's like fresh, juicy tomato picked from the garden yeah. this morning. Or they Pick- use like, they use adjectives yeah. that are like almost not even English. Yeah, they're not, or they're not re- usually related to food. Yeah, it's like, it's, it'll, like this is, people know it as it'd be like a confit grape or something. <laughs> like like those types of words, like French words. Yeah, yeah, they just put in words that are not yeah. English. And then, and then like, you're just like, whoa, okay. And I feel like they do that with wine too. I feel like when people describe yeah. how wine tastes, it is, and it's always like, Truly, do you get the aromas of like peach and burnt? And I'm just like, yeah, honey. And but like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always pretending. I don't have the heart in me ever to contradict almost anyone in any setting where I'm not actually having yeah. a debate. Okay, the one time we had a really funny wine tasting, like we're wrapping up soon. But I remember was like <laughs> the probably one of the few times we ever went wine tasting to a place I also really don't like Prince Edward County. Wow. I'm just dragging places. I don't <laughs> know why I keep Canada. trying to, but Prince Edward Ontario. County is also, I think a wine place. You know what? The problem is that wine country, so to speak, which is, a, I don't know why it's called it just that. It feels colonial. Like it bad. feels pretentious. Yeah. Right. And it, it, it can <laughs> I went be. really dark with mine, but mine, they feel, they feel bad. Like, I don't know why I think of them as like, well, there's racist. also like a major issue with like, immigrant workers being exploited and stuff in oh, a yeah. lot of these situations that we've like had <laughs> I read to. that in the walrus yeah so it's literally <laughs> like an actual problem yeah that's um, true so that but i also think just as like a hobby it is like a quote-unquote upper class kind of yeah. like pretentious it can be obviously yeah. lots of people nowadays it's a lot more like common to be yeah. interested in like liquors and beers but it's and part wines. of why i didn't like prince edward County was because i was a, i was affiliating it with this like upper class wine culture mm-hmm. which does kind of permeate when you're there anyways we're at prince Edward county having a wine tasting and they had this like process just outside where we were because we had to sit on this like deck because there was a bunch of us of the winemaking process where you actually have to like open the fermentation tanks and like allow the gas to leave before you like compress the grapes and they were like so sorry we're at this stage in what we're doing so it's going to, like it'll smell a bit it was rancid it, it was literally it also, fart it, smelled it was like, like poo it's not like turd fart that was like while we were vinegar. doing our wine tasting and then, so then while they're while they're like okay so this first one's from right here now take a big whiff and we're all like <laughs> like sniffing smell. in and being like i want to vomit because this wine i can't even smell the wine because we're smelling actual ass it was that was hilarious and like every wine the person would walk back in to get the next one we'd be to each other like i don't know i can't stop tasting like the ass like it's just like it infects you and we're yeah. like i didn't smell any peach i only smelled like ass the peach Literal. emoji yeah that was not a good experience it was funny though like i will never forget it because it was like especially ironic. to be there in this place that's yeah. like kind of what do you say like fancy, yeah. and it smelled like turds okay so uh, on that note it's subjective <laughs> oh true and but like i think bring it, wrapping it back up to like how there are sommeliers and there are super tasters and there's chefs who yeah. get things wrong i do think like it's still interesting while it can be pretentious but if you do in a way that's just like interesting hobby i think that's cool yeah to, like to just be into something and be able to like challenge your taste buds also, to categorize things people, in a way. i think are aware of the processes and are aware of like wines that are actually from like sustainable farms mm-hmm. and like large batch wines are probably more processed and have like more blood on their hands from labor. Mm-hmm. And like, I think there's other reasons why things might cost more money that don't have to do with the science of taste Right. that I think are also interesting. I think a lot yeah, of like, I'm sure Somalis are like, you know, that work at restaurants that are trying to like, 
be right, delicious and not like, ruin the world yeah, yeah, are yeah. like working with like places that are more sustainable and stuff like that. But again, that has nothing to do with what we were talking about, which is taste. Okay. okay. Nice to I'm going to have chat. some wine. Are you? <laughs> Maybe. Do we have some here? Yeah, but we have cider. Does that count? Oh, stay tuned for our app on <laughs> cider. Okay. Okay. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm